0: Well, welcome to another episode of Kingdom Family Talks, and it is great to be with you. Leif, it's great to be with you today.
1: Oh, it's good to be in uh, Australia, Brisbane. We are in Brisbane, Australia.
0: It is. We have had the most spectacular weather, and it has been beautiful. And what is more amazing is that we are sitting in a very, very special place. We are sitting in the new facility of River Life Baptist Church here in Brisbane, and we are joined by Senior Pastor John Robertson. John, it's great to be with you.
2: It's great to be uh, <laughs> here with you guys. So wonderful about to host you in our new um, place here. Yeah, so it's wonderful. awesome.
0: So uh, this is actually my church home from uh, many, many years. Uh, Two thousand and four, I started coming here. That's and right. It's where I f- well, it's not where I first met Leif, but it's where I connected with Leif and how I ended up uh, moving to to join him in Atlanta. So. It's very special to be back here, and
2: we <laughs> gave up one of our best to bless life, <laughs> so An and have been blessed in turn. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: just for the sake of my family, we'll say that you gave up temporarily uh, one of your best. <laughs> but uh, it's amazing to be here, and we've just we've just been blessed by having a tour this morning and seeing this amazing vision now become a reality. And uh, so we're excited to talk with you a little bit about that, John, and sure. talk about what what. What is happening here in the kingdom family at River Life and and all things fun? So, uh, I have a I have a I have a question. How did it feel on your first service here a couple of weeks ago? You haven't officially opened. I think that's in a couple of weeks, but yeah, we we um,
2: so we did a bit of a a soft launch, mm-hmm. I guess you'd call mm-hmm. it, and just get the family in and get settled and feel like we we're doing. It was an amazing feeling. Um, I was actually very emotional. Yeah. Um, I was standing in the foyer, uh, and uh, it's a big expanse. The, we built the facility around the idea of community, around family, because we wanted not to become auditorium-centric. We didn't want it just to be that. There's so much space for everyone, and um, for hosting the kids and the rest of the families, and time to stop and commune together. and. As people were arriving into that space, that, and I saw people there for the first time using it, and after all the hard work, I mean, and particularly pushing into the the, the moving, uh, you know, many of us were just doing seven days a week, twelve mm. hours a day, and it was it was hard, grueling, grueling. Yeah, and um, I think I was emotional on two fronts. One is I was just so tired, and the other side was how exciting mm. that now this building that i'd been in now for a a couple of months wandering around sorting last minute things out Mm -hmm. and those sorts of things now is being filled for the purpose it was created for people to come and find his presence god's presence together Mm -hmm. and uh and yeah i was very emotional i kept shaking hands Mm -hmm. with people and saying keep walking i'm going to cry you know (laughs) so yeah yeah, it was great
0: yeah so uh when did when did you guys first meet I'm trying to trying
2: um, to picture that. So, well, how uh, did you first
0: meet? Well, that was
2: when I became senior pastor in 2012 mm-hmm. here. Uh, prior to that, I'd been at the church um, as the executive pastor, and then even prior to that, as a youth and young adult pastor. For, so, quite a long tenure in in the church. And um, Randy Clark um, was here in 2012. So about five years ago, and um, I think, Leif, you must have been here around about just after that, yeah. just maybe just the, the following year, yeah. perhaps. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- the way we found out about it was that a um, uh, mutual friend, David Crabtree, right. down at Spring, Leif had been spending some time down there, and david rang and she's where i
0: first met Leif in 2010 at right yeah. and said
2: would you like Leif hetland and uh to come and i said i don't know Leif hetland mm-hmm. but i knew david mm-hmm. and i knew his heart and i knew the sort of guy he was and uh and i said well if you think we should have Leif," he said yes i do i said then we will have Leif," and wow. um the really interesting thing about that around Randy, because Randy came to us right out of the blue as well, mm-hmm. was that they knew, obviously knew each other. And uh, Randy was speaking a word over our church and was just eyeballing me. And it was about Leif Hetland. Really? And about wow. that. And I remember sitting in the front row, uh, just hosting, and uh, Randy was sharing your story, Leif, of this Norwegian Baptist, Baptist pastor. <laughs> And he told the whole story, you know, of when he laid hands on you and uh, and just how God touched you and the word he had for you that, you know, that bulldozer into those dark places. And uh, and of course, the fruit of that's been seen. And and the whole time he was telling that story, I was he was about two meters standing in front of me off stage looking at me the whole time he was telling. He must have told that story for 10 minutes Mm. and did not take his eyes off me. Wow. And I said uh, later, I said, "Why did Why did you do that?" He said, "Well, that word was Life's word, but there's one similar over your life." Mm. And so that just blew me away. And uh, wow. so yeah, so really cool that uh, I, I have a different anointing set of skills than everything else to yeah. Life, but yeah. there was a, a connection there mm-hmm. even without knowing each other.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, and then you were back here in 2015, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I'd actually, th- yeah. I think I've been, this is, yeah, I think been a four, four. times, four times. Okay, three. yeah, yes, wow. Been, uh, yeah. And I can, because this morning at five o'clock it, at your place, I was just, as I was coming in preparation to be able to both meet John, but to see the new facility, and even just at the time when there was a seed of a dream in there, and it was so far away when we first started to talk about it, and now to be able to see the birth of that. And it's not, of course, about the facility and the house. It's about the home that is being built. this generational home. So in this process that I got the joy of walking on a journey on a, uh, I was like pretty much on a yearly basis. Uh, There was times where we did both. Even yesterday we talked about some of the staff here. We did a conference, a setting, Mm. uh, and then there was other time we met with a staff one time and different ones. So there's been a, there's just been a journey that we started together at that time. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome so it's exciting to be here John give us a just for those people listening uh, I mean it's I was involved in some of the mm-hmm. planning process of this this place before I moved to the states and yeah I remember coming in here two weeks ago and I, I underestimated what what was being created give us a couple of just high-level stats about this facility to people maybe try and get sort of a bit of a picture about it
2: okay um, so we're on uh, about 13 acres of land Mm -hmm. Um, some of that's uh, taken up uh, by a waterway corridor uh, (laughs) which actually you know when the council first took that land back and said uh, it's yours but you've got to beautify it it's got to be this you can't touch it you can't use it Mm -hmm. Uh, we had to change our plans Uh, now it's just so nice I love it it's beautiful it's beautiful space to have and uh, it'll only become more so as we, we we spend time on that 13 acres. The building itself, the main building. Uh, the rest of that 13 acres is car park. The main building itself is two and a half acres under the one roof. Wow. So uh, it's a it's a large size facility, 1500 mm. seat auditorium. But we have got plans if we needed to uh, put a mezzanine in as well, add another 300 seats or so. Wow. So we can go up. Um, we it's quite a tall building. It's 12 meters mm. uh, in some spots. Um, to the, to the roof line from inside. So uh, that means that, um, you know, eventually too, if we need to expand offices, we can mm. actually go two, f- two, two floors, stories two internally stories well. internally, um, which is great. Um, and we tried to future-proof it as much as possible. Um, and so when some people on the first day of uh, our soft opening uh, it came out of the kids' ministry and said, I think we need to m- have more room. I had a mild heart attack and then...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most <laughs> of the children's rooms, and how many, there's four intentional children's spaces? Uh, there's
2: three intentional children's spaces, mm-hmm. plus then a multi-use space, mm-hmm. plus then a youth space and a sports court. And
0: most of each of those spaces are as big as most churches, I would comfortably say, like a, a small... A small, small, r- small community you know, church day
2: church yeah for sure is each one of those rooms yep.
0: and then the multi-purpose hall is it, the size of the old auditorium
2: it's actually bigger than our old auditorium wow. yeah so wow. uh, yeah so That's we've uh, we've had an amazing <laughs> in life's words uh, a massive upgrade yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah
0: i think one of the things that i love about this place is that it does it's not just a facility that you can come in and do church and other activities, but actually it's intentionally designed to cultivate family. Yep. Um, I mean, the foyer, I just said to you earlier, I think that's where church is going to really occur yep. because community is coming in, people are lingering. Um, there's a cafe that seats, how many did you say? 300, 300. people. Yeah. Uh, just incredible. So and uh,
2: when you think about 300 cafe, if you're visualizing this, it's not It's not a supermarket food court. You mm-hmm. know, It's not a mall food court. It's like a cafe. It's yeah. Yeah. furnished beautifully it yeah. it feels great you can sit there and yeah. go and to work a
1: huge know? family table yeah and i just yeah. i think it was your wife robin that yeah. was one of the vision there behind and i yeah. saw a picture that really touched my heart in the states i saw you i think you did before the building opened you brought uh, you can say that the leadership team yeah. and the family together yeah we did yeah. watching them at that long table yeah and each one having their place around that table it just mm. uh, it touched me on a in a small
2: scale of what God was doing in a larger scale. Well, that was Robin's idea. She, her idea was to have this um, family table mm-hmm. at which we could say to our family and people new to the family to say, you never have to be alone here at River Life. If you're there, someone else will come sit with you and That's you're at good. our family table. That's so good. And uh, so it was her idea too. Just a just week before we opened, she said, you know, let's get... All the staff and all of their families, and mm. and we'll personally sponsor it. It wasn't sponsored by the church, Robin and I wanted to do it. We yeah. personally, and we just bought some really lovely food. I know I was and disappointed. I wouldn't. yeah, <laughs> should have come a couple of days earlier. It would it? have been it's right amazing. in the sort of food you like to yeah, eat, come on. and it was beautiful. That's and my love we language. We just in spare expense, and we just got everyone, all the families yeah. together, yeah. and yeah. just we held hands around that table. We said thanks yeah. to God, and just. Symbolically and prophetically, wanted to declare that this is mm. this is who we are, and this is what we want to create. This yeah. family space, these yeah. places where people can come and find a true sense of belonging, significance, the love of God. Um, we want to be this place that unleashes unprecedented levels of compassion to our local community, and mm-hmm. and uh, and you know, we, I, I've said it so so many times in the lead up to this space in this place and and that was that buildings don't change people's lives but what happens in them can and does Mm -hmm. and i'm still a firm believer of that and to watch people now come into it Mm -hmm. and use the space as it was being created to be used um, is uh is just so exciting yeah Yeah. so exciting yeah
1: i was thinking about just uh, the exciting part for me was just thinking about generation to be able to see and i just thought about that ball over to you because you took over and your father-in-law for i don't remember exactly how many 23 years 23 years. he years, was senior so pastor yeah he was a senior pastor of kenmore baptist church and even to see uh, i know a little bit of the story how you went from mm. uh, from a being a very strong word church to yep. also support word and the spirit yeah, and coming in that. and even to be able to bring that transition and now we're seeing even another transition yeah. that is taking place where we, with this whole reformation taking place yep. in regard to generation and then Here, as son in law, you're not building, you're not going to copy it, but his ceiling became your floor. Absolutely. Now you are building. But then when I'm watching those kids, uh, even thinking about the future, I know some of your experiences, encounters you have had, and I've been together with you as a family to see what Jesus has done. But thinking about, pretty much, there's going to be thousands of children in the future coming through this place, and the future they're going to be able to have Mm -hmm. an inheritance. That was yeah. overwhelming for me when I walked through the children's area. Yeah. yeah. So, just share a little bit about I think
2: you know, um, one of the things we uh, in in thinking about uh, what God was calling us to is bringing life for generations to come, and uh, and this facility enables that to actually happen. But we'd been on a significant transition and journey. Yeah, uh, you mentioned a few of those things. Um, there is indeed going to be a generational blessing that gets passed, um, as as uh, you know, I, the pioneers who started and planted our church, some of them are still with us today. Well, it's yeah. been beautiful to watch those <laughs> senior members of our church now in their mid late 80s, sure. coming in and and being so excited about moving, yeah. um, because they yeah. never planted a church with a desire for it not to ever stop for it ever stop growing. They, they always wanted to see it continue to grow. And uh, those pioneers, we now get to be pioneers. Mm. We're, we're standing on their shoulders. Yeah, as you said, their, their ceiling becomes our floor, but I'm just so excited for what that might do for the next generation. Um, I see my son, you know, just move into that place and, and start to, uh, th- what's being sown into his life now, mm. I wish I, at twelve years of age, <laughs> you know he, he's receiving words of knowledge. He's seen miracles. Yeah. He's yeah. He, he's he's God's healed people yeah. through him. He's he's confident in speaking the word of mm. God. He reaches out to his friends. Um, he has a heart of compassion, a strong love for the word of God. Um, I I just I'm th- I'm so excited mm. because part of the transition and the journey for us internally was that we were a uh, as far as running things go we always do things with excellence we always will continue to want to do them with excellence but i would say that the transition point was and this has only come in recent years and a lot of it has come actually out of your teaching Mm. um and uh the most recent being that when we were at a kingdom family time together and um yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, and and that was just right before Uh, off-site retreat that I was running with my senior leaders uh, uh, to plan the next year Mm. It's such a significant year knowing that this year we would be moving into the facility and those things and I just felt God (coughs) clearly just say to us you need to move from being a performance-based organization to a presence-based kingdom family Mm. and uh, so that's the journey we've been going on Mm.
0: What, is that, what does that look like? What are some practical, tangible things that... Because people might be listening to yep. that and thinking, well, that sounds awesome. That's, I think, maybe what I need to do. But what is that... I mean, that's obviously probably, what, nine months ago? Yep. Coming up to 12 months. No, maybe 12 maybe months up, nearly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what are some practical, tangible things that you can see fruit of that you've had... I mean, I guarantee it probably hasn't been easy.
2: No, and, uh, you know, uh, some family friends, Benji and Daniela, uh, more... F- you know, said th- that's an incredible vision you have. <laughs> that's going to be incredibly difficult <laughs> because this is a big shit. You know, 3,700 member church mm. to turn that around yeah. uh, is, is not, you don't turn anything quickly mm. at that size, you mm. know. Um, so, um, but that's our heart. And so, some things immediately we said, well, if we're presence based, what does it look like to be presence based? Mm-hmm. Um, it means that every day we need to be in his presence. Mm. So we have adopted um, soaking as a staff from 9 a.m. to 9.30. I said, I want it on work time. I I, I don't care. We put the phone on, hold. We Mm. tell people that's what we're doing. We Mm. proudly tell, um, you know, sometimes one of our receptionists might soak at another time so she can be there to answer outside community calls Mm. and people. Mm. But um, as far as our, you know, our own, church family goes They, i think it's good for them to know that oh we're just downing tools and just going to the father's presence
0: keeping the main thing the main thing that's yeah.
2: it mm-hmm. so a half hour every morning that's uh that's one of the very tangible things yeah. and uh, the fruit of that has been there's been days where i've been stretched to do that and mm-hmm. there's been days i haven't done it you know let's be honest but there's been days when i've gone oh god i am too busy I have got a message to get done, and it doesn't get done today, it is not getting done. I've got meetings, I've got staff, I've got problems, I've a got building. <laughs> everything, you <laughs> know. Yeah, yeah. you know, like this was all in uple to yeah. even moving into yeah. here, a million decisions every day. And it's the days when I stop and I take that half hour. It's not my quiet time, I do that at home. Uh, it's my soaking time, mm-hmm. time to listen, mm-hmm. time to draw near to Papa's heart. and. wow i've come out of those times and things Mm. strangely enough (laughs) how have the staff
0: found that like are there there the staff sort of saying hey this is really They love it yeah they
2: love it and at first i thought some of our staff might be a little hesitant Mm -hmm. um and uh and i it was always invitational it Mm. was never you must it was. We're creating this space. I'd love you to do it, and if you can't do it in this half hour, find another half hour in the day mm. because this is the fuel. This is where we mm. we fuel up for what we do. Yeah. And if it's a presence-based culture, it has to be. Everything has to be done in his presence. Um, and um, without it, you don't have the source. Right? Mm. You don't have what's required mm. to be able to do what you need to do. And so we spent a lot of time teaching into that a little bit and just Mm. saying to the staff how important it Mm. was that, uh, we can go and run with our experience. We can run Mm. with our ideas. We can run with even our anointing, Mm. but, um, all of that's going to, at some stage, um, get stale and you need the fresh bread every day. So come.
0: And I think, you know, even I was just talking to our staff late last night with the time zone difference, you know, catching up and, uh, back in Atlanta and they um, you know we've been working we've got our Kingdom Family Gathering in Atlanta coming up in a yeah. couple of weeks and um, there's a few areas that we've really been sort of hitting, hitting some walls in terms of breakthrough and uh, one of our staff uh, took 30 minutes in the presence last I think it was mid last week mm. And came out of her office thirty minutes later and she had literally a divine blueprint yeah. for how to solve this yep. problem. Yep. And the team recognized it, I recognized yep. it immediately and, and said, Well, this is better than anything I could have come up with. Yep. And uh, and so it really is it, it is a significant key, not just to organizational problems, but actually strategy for nations, strategy oh. for discipleship, strategy for yep. marriages, for family. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: We often don't because we have so seed and the soil pretty much everything is a heart issue mm-hmm. and uh, I think that you can take care about 90% of all the heart issues are just being y- in union with his yeah. heart and his mm-hmm. heartbeat and that's what yeah. happened in the present as well as the unity that is taking place and yeah. we all just together with him then it flows into being yeah. together with one yeah. another yeah. when I'm one with him then I can be one with you yeah. so when that the whole yeah. union with him then we can have a unity yeah. with one another and it flows and we've just seen uh, I think that the challenge for us is to be able to, and, and I know you have made that decision, is just a trust element mm. that there's more productivity yes. that comes from rest yes. than towards rest. Yes, So that's kind of what, for me personally speaking, that I realized, it's not why I do it, yeah. but I've just started to see that when I'm sharp, uh, it takes me much less effort to chop down the yes. same tree. That's it. So the assignment are the same, but now my axe has been yeah. sharp because mm. the one I've been with both in hearing and vision and connectivity everything comes from him it goes through him and back to him and
2: it's counter-cultural it's it's counter-christian cultural unfortunately do you know what i mean like uh, it Mm. shouldn't be Mm. but it is because we we're just many many pastors church leaders um you know mission workers others they're just hard workers Mm. so they'll just get in there and work real hard and their hearts often in exactly the right place Mm. but We've just sensed that productivity comes out of you know sharpening the axe is a great illustration of Mm. that. You know, I think some of the other things around presence that we did was we said how do we intentionally make room for Holy Spirit Mm. in everything we do, Mm -hmm. intentionally, Mm. not just um, not just wishing, desiring, and inviting Holy Spirit to turn up, but Mm. being very intentional. So, that might look like in a service preparation that we give somebody the responsibility, we call them a Holy Spirit MC. Um, and that is that if they feel God leading, one of the pastoral team, and uh, if they feel God leading, they can get up at any moment, any time mm-hmm. during that and speak into what they sense the Lord is wow, doing. That's awesome. That's a trusted space, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. to give someone that platform, yeah. but to enter into that and to just go with what, and, and making the time. So often in uh, an order of service, there will be, well, we've just got the flexibility of going, we just need to sit Mm. and we can do that a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Um, I I understand, you know, kids' church programs. uh, Now we've only got one. It's a little easier. Mm. Uh, When we had multiple services backing onto each other, time was always an issue. Yeah. Still trying to be intentional and saying, can we give ourselves flexible room time, Mm -hmm. intentionally wanting Mm -hmm. and desiring Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. to just come? Mm -hmm. And how do we manage that? Mm. Um, We're intentional about the family side of things, intentional about trying to model that with each other, uh, that family dinner, those type of things. How do we do that? I don't think we've by any means nailed either of these things in 12 months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a journey. It is a journey. But, yeah. but we're trying to be very intentional about how do we how do we do that, how yeah. do we do it well.
0: I think the thing is that if you are intentional in, in creating spaces and uh, whether that's for Holy Spirit to move or for people to gather or that kind of thing, it's a process of uh, it's almost like family is a process of facilitation you know if, uh, if you think about a family reunion or just even coming to dinner at, i've been to your house many times yep. for dinner you've been to my house many yep. times for dinner and i i haven't planned out the engagement of each of the people no. who are coming i'm literally providing a space for people to engage that's it and then have an expectation that if they have a like-minded heart yeah they're gonna have a good time they're yeah. gonna connect they're that's gonna cultivate right. conversation yeah. and that kind of thing and i think that it's being intentional with, you know, I was talking to Pastor Lee last night, yeah. who's the New Generations yeah. pastor here, and um, he was just even saying, I, I don't really want to build programs. I want to be intentional about creating spaces around common interests where people can find family, find their place, find that connection that maybe they've been looking for. Yeah. Um, how, do you, how are you seeing that that's going to be extrapolated over thousands of people that are going to be here on a Sunday and, and engaging with the, the church through the week?
2: Well, you know, you talk about. We're just trying to do exactly what you just said. Mm. You know, uh, we've built a space mm. where people can feel. One of the best compliments I got um, uh, is that some people who were nervous about moving to a large facility. Mm. You got to understand, we've been in a, a, a we've been oversized as a church in a smaller f- facility. Um, you know that. You know it well. You're part of that. Mm-hmm. You've been there, life, yeah. you. Knew <laughs> what it was like, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know they were afraid of moving somewhere big and when they walked in they said wow this feels so welcoming this yeah. feels like yeah. home already yeah it's yeah. our first day
0: yeah that's awesome
2: and these were people who were scared wow. they were older generation they were a little wow. bit nervous about you know everyb- people deal with change differently and we we, we were aware of that mm. we'd done our homework on change management and, mm-hmm. and what it was going to be you know <laughs> like but for someone like that to walk in and say that i just like yes we've done something right and i think it's that you create a space Mm -hmm. and within that space you have people coming together you're just facilitating opportunity for family you're just facilitating opportunity to love one another you're facilitating we're doing some more intentional things around that um uh we uh have section parties starting as of september Mm. so um so the auditorium is large, seats 1,500 people. It's broken into predominantly eight different sections. And um, so uh, we're hosting a party after church for each section. We realize people, um, and uh, you know, I can remember uh, Bill Hybels talking about this, and he said, people tend to sit where they always sit. So he actually hired pastors to look after a section in the church, because wow. people sit there, to partially care for people that's who always amazing. sit near each other. It's, and very, so it's
0: a very practical solution yeah. to a big problem. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. So I kind of stole that idea and thought, that's, that's <laughs> great, <laughs> and just went, well, let's host a party yeah. after church for each section. So we start those in September, yeah. um, and uh, for people to just come yeah. and just go, why don't you meet someone nearby? And so we put on some pastries, some coffee, and just yeah. say, we're going to facilitate the opportunity mm. for you to be able to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, to that. I think as much as we can do around that sort of environment helps to build that culture.
1: Mm. That's I, think awesome. I was curious because in my own journey, I'm, I'm having some incredible sweet time with Jesus. Uh, uh, I can even say it in a way that just totally fallen in love again. That's the best way I can describe it. Just I've had some every morning, like this morning, five o'clock, I was over at, the, at Scotty's house. But just uh, there's just Jesus said me. I have communion every morning. I take it with me anywhere I go in the world. And it's just we being together. And and I'm just seeing that there's a union. There's something that is taking place with one. I'm with yeah. the preciousness of that. So I'm just talking about this kind of a in my journey. We go through the different. Sometimes we are very busy in the front line and mm. but that that has become so so personal to me. And then I'm seeing also something else taking place through these encounters yeah. I'm having with me. So mm-hmm. I'm just personally speaking for you, what are some I any mean, s- personal, spiritual? What are some of the things that you and the Holy Spirit, you and Jesus, you and Papa, you and mm. the family? What are some of the things that you are experiencing in this season with all of the stuff that's going on? What are some of the sweetness that is going on? <laughs> I just like to tap into that and. yeah
2: i'm a um i'm a worshiper uh you know uh i love reading through the story of david because of his worshiping heart and uh and for me uh that's that's one of the the things that really draws me in and close and um gives me that vitality of wanting to continue to operate in ministry in that way Mm. so um uh, that kind of leaks into the culture of this place as well. Anytime we do anything, worship is a part of it. Yep. Um from meetings through to <laughs> you know, um meals together, it becomes time of worship, you yeah. know, as well. And so in my own personal space, worship is really, really important. And uh and you put on uh, some worship Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not um uh, I'm not musically gifted. I I play bad guitar, (laughs) um, you know, at the very best. You're a pretty good
0: singer, though. Yeah. I used to worship lead. I did used to
2: worship lead. So I can sing okay. I can, you know, hold a tune and those sorts of things. And I can hold percussive beats okay and these sorts of things. But for me, it's just, yeah, I put on some music. And I just, uh, when I soak into the Father's presence, it's often out of just being in that space where I just can let everything else go and let that draw me into the heavenly realm and just... Just bring my heart close to God through through that, and um, uh, if if I don't have those times, I I start to dry up, Mm. and uh, and I need that to just replenish, and uh, I think the learnings that come out of that for me, particularly in the last twelve months, I mean, you know, it's a it's I'm tired, you know, Uh, and the, the thing that's got me through those spaces is being able to just come away with him mm-hmm. just come away i need to just draw into a quiet place mm. uh it can be my closet it can be you know uh, nature it can be that but i i take my worship with me and it uh, just gets my heart in the right space and mm-hmm. i have to do it i
1: think a one of the i shared a little bit with the leaders when we were together last week Is just there was a time when i did a harp of course i'm doing events and you speak here on a regular basis but you kind of take the harp like david because you needed to have the presence to do, yeah. But uh, just the, the last year for me has been the sweetness of to take the harp and just play the harp, just because that's what I love to do. Yeah. And something is changing when I, as you're saying, I'm just worshiping. I'm just with yeah. him, but not because of. Not actually. Or that's exactly tonight. right. Yeah. I'm not coming to get. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just coming to be. Yeah. And it, I'm uh,
2: coming to be with you.
1: And that's such a freedom, that new joy of that yeah. season. That I'm just enjoying the harp again. Yeah. I'll say that. I'm just there worshiping, yeah. not for any agenda. Yeah. Well, I'm not mm. for preparing for the message yeah. of what's going to happen. court. No, this is yeah. just me and you. And yeah. But it's been a freedom in the way I'm enjoying the harp. It's fun again, just to be with him. But there's not. There's something that something takes place in that, and the byproduct when a minister in comes out, but that.
2: Absolutely, the, I think there's always the overflow, <coughs> um, <laughs> but when we go into why we do it. Uh, it, it's just out of intimacy. It's just got to be out of relational capacity. It's just drawing near. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, there's productivity that comes. There's the overflow of the blessing that I think from intimacy with dad comes the opportunity to, you know, to him to anoint what you do. But um, I I prefer to just go in to those places and those spaces and those times just because I just want to be close. Mm-hmm.
1: And I knew that you are a giant slayer in the years that I've been together with you. And a lot of the giants that I know both privately and things that you've had to face. Of course, you can't even do a building like this without going through that. But then the secret, it's good for me to hear the secret uh, and and for the people that are listening, whatever they are facing, or obstacle or breakthrough, Mm -hmm. they need to knowing going into the secret place to get secrets like you have been able to do Mm. because i knew with all those giants that you have facing or facing i knew there had to be a secret and and it's good to hear it comes from the secret place
2: i used (laughs) to get so overwhelmed sometimes (laughs) thinking about the facility the build the move the transition all of those (laughs) things i used to come up on the road that sits above our current facility when it was just dirt Mm. and bulldozers were going around on it and I'd come on my day off you know that was kind of sometimes it wasn't a day off I'd just kind of come out and I'd mm. put worship music on I'd sit in the car mm. sometimes I'd sit for an hour or more and just pray over the facility and just just drawing close you know just going oh
1: I'm just sensing the here mm. as yeah. we're talking I think it uh even for the people listening, what do you think, Scott? But I just sense yeah. that it's gonna impart that. There's a lot of people who yeah. just need to be overwhelmed by yep. him, yeah. and just uh, mm-hmm. even to impart that mm-hmm. as your special sauce mm-hmm. to a bigger family out there, just to learning to be in his presence. Mm-hmm. And so, if you would, yeah, mind child, let's and, do that. Yeah, let's yeah, enjoy him.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: Holy Spirit, we mm-hmm. just, <laughs> Papa, we worship you. We love you so much. <laughs> we thank you that in you we calm and we find not only our true selves, we find those glimpses of who you are creating us to be and everything else pales into insignificance when we look in the wonder and awe of your majesty and your glory and your authority and your power and your richness of love. And God, I just want to just now speak your life into those who are now just struggling with the giants, the things that seem like they are too big, that they cannot overcome, that feels overwhelming, that with relentless um, bombardment to their Mm. spirit and to their soul seems to be sapping the very life out of them. And I speak, Jesus, your life into them, Holy Spirit that you would now show them their way of drawing near to you. Mm. God show them that secret place. Mm. Show them that that open place to calm and just be. Just to be. Know with with no agenda other than to draw near to their papa. Mm. Mm. And I I just release a favor and a blessing over those who are finding difficulty of and then the tyranny of time and and, uh, feeling a lack of it but now that they might just step into a space and a place that uh, in fact the the productivity of their the rest of their day would come out of the the overflow of the blessing of coming into that secret place coming into that place of intimacy Mm. with the heart to just want to worship with the heart to give the glory to the one who is deserving and so, Lord God, I just would just now ask you your blessing over family, mm-hmm. far and wide, Lord God, that they would now step into a new, fresh season, a season of intimacy, a season of joy, a season of enjoying the mm-hmm. presence mm-hmm. of their Father in that intimate place, and uh, that it would sustain them, it would secure them, it would anchor them mm-hmm. into the 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 very destiny that you have for each of them and when they find themselves in you in such intimate places so god just would you now just bless and uh, and we thank you for this opportunity that we've had to be able to just share heart to lean towards one another and uh, and to those who would listen and we now just pray an extension holy spirit just touch them now touch them now mm-hmm. with all your power and your love we ask in jesus name amen
0: Mm. Whew. wow <laughs> well it's been a privilege John and thank you for taking the time and thank showing you. us your new home yeah. and uh, you're welcome we, we look forward to coming back absolutely and uh, I just really felt while you're praying as well just to encourage people that are listening if you're not part of a church family that it's it's a really really important you, you can access amazing teaching online now you can access amazing worship online but the one thing that a corporate environment provides is community yeah. and i think that um whether that's with a, a large church or whether it's a small church or a house church or whatever that looks like or a couple of people over a meal yeah uh, i really encourage encourage people to to become part of a church family and, mm. and find family and whatever that looks like yeah. where they are so yeah we bless you we thank you thank for you. joining us and uh, join. yeah and we uh you. we look bless forward to Look forward to being with you again. If you want any more resources, uh, connect with us. Visit our website at globalmissionawareness.com and we would love to hear from you.